The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. It's Tuesday, people, and we're back with a brand spanking new episode of your favorite podcast, The Next Big Idea Daily. I'm your host, Michael Kovnat, and this week is Decision Week. It's a week we're devoting to the always tricky question of how to make good decisions. Do you write out a list of the pros and cons? Do you go with your gut? Is there some kind of AI chatbot that can help? These are all valid questions because life throws us a lot of conundrums, and frankly, most of us haven't been educated in how to make tough calls. Thankfully, there are people who study this for a living, and one of them is with us today. His name is Eric J. Johnson, and he actually runs something called the Center for Decision Sciences out of Columbia University's Business School. One of Eric's key insights is that your decisions don't happen in a vacuum. They happen inside of a context, an architecture, so that what feels like a free choice is often highly structured. You are a choice architect. Yes, it's a job that you didn't know you had, and it's one that you do several times a day whenever you present a choice to someone else. And you are affected by choice architecture whenever you make a choice, that is, dozens of times a day. Consider a restaurant menu. Their prices and descriptions will influence what you choose, but other things affect you as well. Long before you saw the menu, a bunch of decisions were made about how the menu was designed. The menu designer is your hidden partner in making this choice. They decided the order of items on the menu, organize them into categories, and decide what attributes to use to describe the dishes. You might make different choices if calories were listed or if the Heart Healthy sticker was present. The designer has influenced you in ways that you are not aware. It is these decisions made by the designer that we will call choice architecture. Pick the right defaults. All choices have a default, something that happens if you do not make an active choice. For example, in much of the U.S., if you don't register to vote, you are not eligible and you cannot cast a ballot. In other places, like Germany, you are eligible to vote by default. About 20 states in the U.S. have experimented with making most citizens eligible to vote by default. For example, when they get a driver's license. This increases the number of registered voters and, more importantly, increases the number of people voting. But choosing a default is also important, even if you do make a choice. Some think the default option is an endorsement on the part of the designer. Many people pick the default investment plan at work because they think it is the one that's recommended by their boss. Another way defaults matter is that we imagine that we already have chosen it, and that makes it seem much more attractive. Research shows that they increase the number of people willing to donate their organs to others. When you choose a web browser on your smartphone, not only is your choice influenced by the default, but companies pay billions of dollars to be the default. Be aware of order. Think about the order of hotels on a website. The first list hotel is 50% more likely to be chosen by virtues of its position than the second. But it's not always as simple as always being first. In other settings, 
like figure skating contests or the Eurovision song contest, it's best to be last. Think about when you go to one of those fancy restaurants where you don't get a paper menu. Instead, the waiter recites all the options. It is a struggle to remember everything there is, and here, like in skating or in song contests, it's better to be last. The key to understanding whether it's better to be first or last is understanding how order affects your attention to options. As fighter pilots, our job is to make thousands of difficult decisions on each flight, often with incomplete information and lives on the line. However, the ability to make a correct decision with incomplete information in a limited amount of time is not just for fighter pilots. It's a universal skill. From leaders to entrepreneurs to teachers to nurses to first responders, our success and ability to achieve our goals relies on making the right decisions at the right time. The world is a complex adaptive system where all decisions are interconnected. Like the gears in a mechanical watch, each decision affects peripheral decisions, often leading to disproportionate changes in outcome. Everything in life is a trade-off. There is a cost, be it time, money, energy, or some other precious resource, for each decision we make. The key is to find the best long-term value for the given cost. And today, the stakes for our decisions have never been higher. There you go, everybody. One of the country's top decision scientists just laid out the key principles of choice architecture, and I just saved you a boatload of Columbia tuition. But do yourself a favor and dive deeper into this stuff by ordering a copy of Eric's book, The Elements of Choice, Why the Way We Decide Matters. And come on back tomorrow, because if Eric offered an academic perspective on decision-making, tomorrow's guest has an extremely practical point of view. If you think your work is high stakes, imagine the choices going on in the cockpit of an F-16. Hazard Lee is a U.S. Air Force pilot and the author of The Art of Clear Thinking, a stealth fighter pilot's timeless rules for making tough decisions. And for more decision-making wisdom, download our Next Big Idea app. Search on decision-making and you'll get tips from the top thinkers in the field. I'm Michael Kovnett. See you tomorrow.